Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Live podcast. So on today's episode, I am actually recording outside on my balcony. So if you hear any birds in the background, um, that would be why. I'm going to try to make the audio as good as possible for this episode, but it might be slightly different than the rest. So I am coming on here because I just had a great journal session and I think it's hard sometimes when you're journaling every day and it's kind of like half-assed or you're not truly getting those insights and I think when you're pulled to either meditate or journal or take a walk in nature or you just have a nudge to do something to do it because in those moments is truly when you get the best results and I have been sitting out here for literally like two hours and have just getting have just gotten the best results from this journal session um, with a combination of just staring out into nature and then writing down what comes through to me from time to time. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about dealing with a father wound. And this can be applied towards parent wounds in general, but specifically just because I grew up with a narcissistic father who also dealt with anger issues. That is a more prominent wound in my life compared to I have a very good relationship with my mom. So everyone's situation is different, but I do think that if you can at least take away any insight from this, or if you can relate, that's what I'm here to do. I'm just trying to help as many people as possible by being as vulnerable with you about my journey and how far I've come, what I've done to kind of do self-healing and self-development work. So with that, I will get started. And a common thing, a common theme that keeps coming up for me is the phrase, just be yourself. I'm almost like, should I get a tattoo at this point? And it comes in different phases, whether it's you don't have to be anything for anyone, you just have to be yourself, or you are your best motivator, you are your best competition. Just be yourself. Just be you. No one can be taken. No one can take that away from you. Um, so I feel like every time I do work like this, the common theme that I keep coming back to is just be you. And I think growing up and having to be perfect and fit this identity that my dad kind of wanted for both me and my sister... And I think just dealing with a narcissist in general, um, you have to please them in order to get what you want or in order to just kind of survive in that environment. So it's very manipulative. It's very toxic. Um, You kind of lose yourself in it. And I, I mean, I lived with my dad my whole life up until college. So there definitely was, um, a wall built up to kind of protect my own inner self because for the longest time I kind of equated being vulnerable with being hurt or being vulnerable makes you weak and I think that as I get older and as I meet different people or start getting into different relationships it this theme comes up a lot with 
well, I don't want to be vulnerable because I don't want to get hurt. And I think oftentimes what we are most afraid of being seen is actually our greatest, truest gift on this earth. And when you find people, I'm not saying you have to be super open and vulnerable with everyone that crosses paths with you. But when you truly find people that you trust and who make you feel safe and who make you feel seen and heard, then and repeatedly show up and their actions match their words, I think then it kind of allows us, anyone who has a guard up or who has kind of taken steps to protect their selves, their inner energy, people who feel like they can only really rely on themselves to either provide for themselves to keep themselves safe. And I definitely have a very strong, independent, I don't want to rely on you type of mindset. And I think it is hard when I meet people who truly want the best for me or fully see and hear me and who just like hanging out and spending time with me. It's contradicting to this past belief identity of people will only love you if you're perfect or if you behave the way they want you to behave or if you fit this spitting image of what they want you to be like. And for a lot of people who are people pleasers, they were once parent pleasers at a certain point in their life. So we've grown up kind of living other people's realities and not prioritizing ourself and what we need to feel full, whole, and complete and loved. And a lot of times, I think that people pleasers are chasing the sense of validation and, well, if I give you this, then, and if I do what you want, then I'll get this in return. I'll get either comfort, validation, attention, love, security. And that in itself isn't exactly a healthy, stable relationship that is toxic to some degree. And I think the more that we can learn to put up boundaries for ourselves and learn to protect our energy in a healthy way, but start breaking down this wall and this barrier that we've built up for so long to keep ourselves safe and to let people kind of see over that barrier and see what's on the other side of that wall. That is truly when we can grow and expand the most because as much self-help as we can do on ourselves, we sometimes do need other people to shine a light on the most hidden parts of ourself that we're afraid for the world to be seen to then know that it's okay for those parts to be seen and that they're actually not scary but they're truly magical and they're the parts that make us who we are and that they are our unique selves that need to be more fully expressed in this world in this lifetime for change to truly come about because we all have a bigger life's purpose on this planet and the more that we can truly step into our authentic version of ourselves, the more we are going to inspire in turn for others to do the same. And I think what's important is to fully commit to ourselves, our self-growth, and to do the work to feel whole, complete, and loved on our own and not to try to get that from a partner because then we're putting then we're putting a burden on someone else to make us feel whole complete and validated and we then 
are relying on that person to give that thing to us instead of first being whole and complete on our own and I'm not saying that it's like you do this work and then there comes a point where you're complete and you don't need to do any more work. Life is going to be a constant, um, like we're a constant work in progress. There's always going to be work that needs to be done and self-reflection, self-analyzing, going inward. But I think what's important is like when I moved to Arizona, for example, I was so in want of a relationship and kind of to fill those times of loneliness until I realized that everyone, whether you're in a relationship or not, is going to feel these moments of loneliness. And even if you're in a relationship, your partner not e- might not even be there to fill those times of loneliness because you have different schedules, you're different people, you have different lives. And once I kind of got a taste of what a relationship would be like, I realized I really do value my own time, my own independence. And with all of the work I'm doing, I can't really be spreading my energy to building a relationship and building a business because I'm going to be putting one of them on the back burner. And then what I realized is that it's not necessarily a relationship, it's the person. So when you meet the right person, you're not going to feel drained from spending time with them. They're going to in they're going to enhance the best version of you. They're going to push you to be better. And I think throughout my whole life I've kind of only had friends or people who took advantage of like weak points in my life and pulled me back to my bad habits and that doesn't help me grow and I think that once you're able to truly surround yourself with people who one are focused and committed on their own goals and aspirations and two really do care about you they're not going to want to engage in behavior that isn't beneficial and in turn they're also going to support you with your goals and your own aspirations because I think when you're someone who respects other people's boundaries and when you respect someone saying no they're going to respect you're just going to attract more of that and I think it's hard for someone who is respectful of someone saying no to meet someone who doesn't necessarily reciprocate that and it's hard putting up boundaries with friends especially friends you've had for a while who are used to this older version of yourself but what's important to know is that the more you step into this higher version of yourself it's going to trigger those around you who are playing small and who want to keep you in the same space that they're in So it's always important to know that people's reactions are way more about them than they are about you and that the more you fully expand and step into yourself, it's going to trigger people, but to know that it has nothing to do with you and to keep going and to keep being this full unapologetic version of yourself. And I know that today's episode was based off of father wounds, so I kind of wanted to share some of the excerpts for my journal prompt this morning and I have this fear of being seen like my dad and it gets provoked in different ways so 
I feel like I've spent my whole life trying to disassociate my father's actions from my own and especially growing up in high school not wanting to be seen like him not wanting to have his rage associated with me or I mean he was super aggressive at like field hockey or sports games just like always yelling from the stands it was like embarrassing (laughs) um for the fact that like that's my dad and I feel like I've tried so hard for the longest time to just fit in be normal please everyone be liked and I think the hardest part now to undo is to realize that being polarizing is good and that especially developing myself as a brand some of the best brands are super polarizing and they're okay with people hating them they're okay with being disliked by certain people because they have their niche they have those people who for example with coke and pepsi if you don't if you're a pepsi person and they only have coke you're literally not going to get coke you'll order water and when you find your people and you're only able to find your tribe these people that are ride or die with you by being your unapologetic self and by allowing yourself to be fully seen and i think that's the hardest part when we are trying to find people that fully get and understand us but we're not allowing ourselves to be fully expressed and seen and then we're asking ourselves like well no one gets me like why can't i find my people you're not allowing yourself to be seen for who you truly are and your reality is just your outer reality is just a mirror of your inner reality so the more whatever you're projecting outwardly to other people is what you're going to attract so if you're being fake or just trying to be pleasable and be friends with everyone you're not you're going to get those surface level relationships you're not going to attract someone who's really deeply intentional and rooted with your beliefs or has a similar mentality if you're afraid to express a polarizing viewpoint of yours and I think with growing up with my dad and having to like fit into this little perfect box it's a little scary to step out of that and to know that you can be loved for your true authentic self you don't have to change yourself to be what someone else wants you to be to be accepted in this world and I mean whether it's a parent or childhood trauma or something you've been through I think everyone deals with this to some extent about everyone wants to be seen and heard but to truly be seen and heard is truly vulnerable and that's scary a lot of times and Sorry, I'm reading over some of these journal prompts because I'm trying to see what else I should share because this thing, guys, goes on for pages, let me tell you, like four or five pages. But that's truly what a good journal dump is. Like, you just have to keep... It gets emotional. Like, I was crying for sure for a few moments throughout this, but that's when you know it's good. And... It would be devastating to be seen as my dad, 
And that is definitely ego attached because I care because I'm caring about how others see or view me, even though I know that internally, even though I know myself, I'm a good person. I know my intentions. I'm so afraid of having people misconstrue my intentions or think of me in a negative light. And I think it's because when I have been associated for the longest time that my dad is the epitome of like this bad negative person and I've been holding that like identity for so long it would be crushing for me for someone to see me like that because if I've been equating my whole life that my dad equals bad that I never want to make someone feel the way he makes me feel if then suddenly someone sees me like my dad it then means that I have hurt them and that's like pulling a Jenga piece out of the tower and having it all crumble down it's like that is my worst fear for me to be identified the same way as my dad and I think that when we can start letting go of these solid identities that we've built up for years and realizing that you are your own individual person and as long as you're true to you other people will eventually start to see that like when we were younger um I remember my dad would like make out my mom to be this terrible person to everyone in our town and she is such an example for me in so many ways because a lot of people I think would have reacted emotionally in that situation and gotten triggered and like try to go around and say that's not me like I'm not a bad person but she just kind of led by example and kept her peace and just kept being the person she was and eventually people realized like oh like there's nothing wrong with her it's actually the opposite um like adam's the crazy person here i don't know so i think it's really interesting that the more we can keep true to ourselves and know because at the end of the day we're the only, we are our biggest motivators. We are our biggest competition and we are going to be the only ones with us through the end of this lifetime. So if you can have an unshakable core, it doesn't matter externally what anyone else says. And I think the more you know yourself and can be true to yourself, the fuller, more authentic life you'll be living. And to just know going back to one of the quotes I said early earlier to just be you because no one can take that away from you at the end of the day and especially with growing a following or whatever you're trying to do work career um, success related the more vulnerable and real you can be the bigger the audience and following you'll receive and I think that a lot of times dealing with childhood trauma can leave people feeling subconsciously or deep down feeling unworthy, not good enough, not deserving. And when you come into contact with someone who you 
view as so morally correct and so good, especially for me, I start asking like, am I good enough for this person? Like they're so much better than me. And I think it's also like, I haven't had a good example of what a good man should be like. Like, yes, I have my stepfather, but I think my dad's archetype is so ingrained in my subconscious that it's like, I don't know how to act when a good guy comes around, if that makes sense. And I know that I'm a good person, but I start questioning. It's like, I don't want all of these like childhood fears start being brought up. Like, I don't want to hold someone back. Am I good enough for them? Um, Am I worthy of their love and light for just being myself or do I have to be something more and I think when we get caught up in this like frenzy (laughs) and worry in our brain um, to just take a few breaths and journal on it and go back to like where is this coming from and just getting grounded again because I think what starts to happen when we live from our past is we then start projecting things onto other people and things that you might be thinking about or worrying about might not they're living rent free in your head (laughs) they might not even be on the other person's mind and then we almost start creating problems from nothing and it's like all these worries fear anxiety it's good to notice when they come up because we want to start fresh with every person relationship we come into contact with because it's not fair to kind of put our past onto this new person and to just know that if they're to base things off of the present moment and are their words meaning their actions and are they giving you a reason to feel safe to trust them etc and if so then you can leave that worry behind And I also think this applies to having past relationships and putting that onto this new person and worrying that the same thing's going to happen. And I think when you truly surrender, because surrendering is not knowing and not knowing is uncomfortable and surrendering can also be vulnerable. But I think when you're able to do that, it truly allows magic to happen and you're able to live more presently and experience bliss rather than operating from these lower vibrations of fear, anxiety, worry, what if this happens, et cetera. And I think that the lesson here is to just be you because if you allow yourself to fully be seen other people you will attract people who truly like that authentic version of yourself and then you don't need to worry about all of this other stuff about are you good enough (laughs) are we compatible is this going to work um worrying about being perfect or being seen a certain way and i mean i'm wishing all of you the best of luck with your relationship journeys and just 
your life journey in general. And I think that the more that we can take time to sit in silence, surrender, and just be in the present moment, the more magical things will happen. And I've just turned to the last page and I um, want to say one more thing my that I wrote down. Um, even my best friend from a young age told me to show my true like goofy self because that's what she likes about me and that's what others will like about me instead of trying to be perfect for everyone around me and it's definitely been a long journey trying to do that because I still have so many barriers up but I think that when someone shows you um, they stick to their word and that they won't hurt you repeatedly over times. It makes you feel safe and allows your inner self to open up more. And yeah, I just think that the more we can work on being our authentic true selves, the better relationships people life will have and the more in alignment things will draw to us because the more we're able to live an authentic lifestyle only more of that will get drawn to us the more we kind of hide away and aren't super clear and intentional with what we want we're going to just get that reflected back to us and we're going to get situations that are kind of like ah, eh, this is okay but not great and big rewards take big risks and I think one of the biggest risks in life is being truly vulnerable and allowing yourself to be fully seen and I think that when you finally do allow yourself to do that your whole life will change and transform and the amount of synchronicities that line up for you will just be unbelievable so with that um I will leave you <laughs> to the rest of your day and I will try to share more of these journal prompt sessions. Um, I may even just read them off sometimes um, or even next time just go more into this. But I really wanted to touch on like parental wounds and just dealing with how it can affect your adult life as you start trying to make new friendships make new love relationships and how important it is to truly be your own best friend and to practice as much self-care and love and invest in yourself as much as possible because that is truly what you re you're a reflection of your inner reality so the more that you can make a strong core identity and truly feel whole loved and complete on your own without needing someone else to give that to you the better your world will be the better your life will be and yeah i love you all i hope you have an amazing rest of your day um i hope the audio was clear enough for you to hear everything on this episode and I truly love serving each and every one of you and I can't wait to share more with you. 
So if you're on iTunes, please rate and subscribe or leave a review. It really helps the podcast grow. If you're on Spotify, please subscribe. And I love you all. I'll see you next time.